Welcome to the Just In Case It Burns podcast with your hosts, Justin and Burns. All right, Burns, I got a trivia question for you. All right, let's see what you got today. All right. This wrestler, under his real name, which was Monty Kip Sop, before he was a professional wrestler, found some success as a professional bull rider. Do you know who that was? That would be Daddy S. Ah, so you knew the name, huh? I do. All right. I'm pretty good with knowing uh, wrestlers' real names. Okay. Billy Gunn. I just, uh, I've gone down a little rabbit hole on Billy Gunn recently. And just, I thought that was pretty interesting. Little professional bull rider for a little stint. And I thought that was an interesting name. Monty Kip Sop. So I guess that's probably one you don't forget. No, it's not. Uh, speaking of them, I just saw that they are releasing an acclaimed belt that you can buy for like $5,000. Really? $5,000? $5,000, yeah. Nice. Okay. Well, we're back. Uh, we're going to go over a few things. Um, we'll talk about all out and then we'll look forward to, they've got that, uh, grand slam next week on dynamite. And then, um, we'll touch on WWE a little bit as we usually do. Um, so just looking back, I'm not sure how you did on your wrestle talk league. So again, you know, shout out to wrestle talk. I think it's pretty cool. Um, on the W, uh, WWE side of things looks like I got one, two, three, four of the six right. So thought I did pretty well. I missed on the Miz versus LA Knight, and I did switch the tag team championship. I switched it over to Judgment Day, or switched it to uh, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn instead of keeping it on Judgment Day. So I missed out on that one. Then, um, as far as All Out, uh, we can talk a little bit more about this one. Uh, the ones I missed, I'm mad at myself. You talked me into switching to Darby Allen off of Luchasaurus. And then the one I'm really surprised about is uh, Kenny Omega taking another loss. Uh, the rest of them I took, um, I got right. So, I don't know, just want to talk a little bit about uh, Kenny Omega taking a loss there. Yeah, surprised me. Uh, I also got that one wrong. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Really baffles me, unless he's just going to kind of be the next Chris Jericho and just put everybody over to get him, get him hyped. Uh, not a lot of people know about the New Japan guys, so maybe that's what he's doing right here. Yeah. Uh, you know, John Moxley, new international champion. I think we both saw that one coming. Um, you think you had mentioned it, it, it makes sense because he is, he'll be a fighting champion, you know, week in, week out. Um, I, in the DraftKings pool, one of the ones I missed out on that it was kind of odd that John Moxley did not bleed. Yeah. And only Orange Cassidy did that blew my mind <laughs> yeah i got six out of eight all the, out of those so i got a little bit of money yeah 
I did not do well on that one. I'm not exactly sure how. I think I got like 12 cents or something. But um, so yeah, John Moxley took the win there, and then you know Chris Statlander um, retained. Not too uh, much of a shocker there. Then Miro beat Powerhouse Hobbs. We talked about Luchasaurus beating Darby Allen. Not too much of a shocker. I think we talked a little bit about that. Um, but we'll see where that one moves forward. Uh, Bullet Club Gold won the eight-man tag match. The Better Than You, Baby retained. The obvious one that we both took as our Joker one, Samoa Joe. Um, it was, I think it was obvious that he was going to win that one. And then the Black Bull Combat Club won theirs. I think the main thing really about this um, pay-per-view, and we kind of we touched on it, is just that it really didn't have the card to be a pay-per-view. Um, I, I'll say I think the card for Grand Slam is almost better than All Out. Saping up to be. Um, I knew these were all going to be good matches um, for All Out, so that wasn't the issue. It just didn't have that star power appeal, really, that we thought. Um, but they're moving past that now. They can put, you know, all the big guns on on this show. So that makes sense. Yeah, I think it's just, it's just tough to have them back to back weeks. So I don't know, but so. Um... I don't know if we can, we can talk about Grand Slam. Yeah. That uh, the tourney for the World Championship, I think it played out how we we thought it would. I mean, for I thought for a minute there it might go the the Roderick Strong way. Just there were two kind of good storylines that could have worked out from it, but I think it had to be MJF and Samoa Joe. Give me more MJF and MJF and Samoa Joe. I think they're great together. And I think it'll be a great match. Yeah. Um, I could hold off on this for another month or two. Just to hear their back and forths going. I, I mean, the talking's the best part of it and the promos. So I'd like to see a lot more of that before we get to that. Give, I mean, take this through to the end of the year and just, just give me all this drama and stuff. I mean, it's good stuff that they're putting on. Yeah, so I don't know. Maybe this match is going to be one of those. It's a, it ends in a way that doesn't really end it. Um, yeah, we could get two or three matches with this one. Yeah, I don't really see Samoa Joe winning. Um, he he's held that Ring of Honor TV Championship for quite some time now. Um, I don't know that you'd put another. Belt. I know it's a different different brand but I don't know that they'd have two belts on them right now. Um, and I just don't think MJF's time is done with it yet. Uh, I, it might, Mojo might be the guy to lose it to, but I just not right now. But do you put three belts on MJF? But I mean, does it, it's not for that belt though, right? Like Samojo can't lose that one, right? I thought it was belt for belt. I might be wrong on that, but I thought it was belt for belt. That's the, that the other match. Claudio versus Eddie Kingston as a belt for belt match. Um, Uh, I'd be more more surprised if 
either one of them won outright than to have some sort of DQ in there. Um, so they both look strong going out of it. Maybe Joe wins and, and doesn't attack, or MJF wins with a, you know, a DQ from Strong or somebody like that. And then uh, Joe looks strong attacking him after the fact. Um, I just can't see you, you giving a loss to either one of those two. Yeah, I I think Strong gets involved in this somehow. He's been too involved in this whole storyline now. Um, he'll be involved in there somehow. Which could set then, up something with Adam Cole then and MJF joining, or maybe even have those two, MJF and Adam Cole with Joe, and they have a six-man tag. Could go that route as well. Yeah. Lots of options there. I think the one thing we know is it's, it'll be a good match. Uh, the AEW Women's World Championship. Um, this one, I think, you know, we've got some gripes, I think, about um, the how the women are being used. I think they had that four-way match to determine who was the number one contender, and it lasted about five minutes. Um, it could have been a whole, could have been a much better match in my opinion, I think with a lot of different spots and all this other thing. Um, and it ends up being Saraya versus Tony storm, which I think, I don't know if you, you had to go that way. I mean, it does help with the storyline with outcast and all that, but I mean, out of the four people that were out, I mean, can we have some other people too, rather than Nyla Rose, Britt Baker, uh, Sheeta and Tony storm. Well, I mean, Nyla Rose is different than the the usual group, so that is nice to see. But yeah, give me a couple other people from the back that you don't see too often. Um, but yeah, it had to yeah. be it had to be Tony Storm. I mean, that's the only way you were going to get this. Anybody that has any heat with any, each other, um, or a quick turnaround, a one week turnaround to you know get a match set up that that means anything. I had. It had to be these two. Yeah. And that was a quick, interesting promo after that with Soraya and Ruby Soho kind of blowing off Tony Storm, you know. So it'll be interesting to see how that plays out, too, because I'm assuming Ruby Soho will be in Soraya's corner for that match, or if she'll even be at the the ring side. Originally, she might turn. Uh, Who knows? I could see that. I could see playing some sort of double swerve on on this whole storyline, maybe. I and I just I want to say too, I'm not a big fan of. I don't know if this is new or if I just haven't ever noticed before, but it, the whole the Tony Storm stick she's got right now is annoying to me. Um, I thought she was more. I don't know. It just seems less badass. Yes. It's exactly, that's a great way to put it, and it, I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, she's going for that, you know, 1950s actress trying to get over, which doesn't fit with the outcasts. So, if you were going to have this whole turn and, and then do a change of character after the fact, that that would make a little bit more sense to me. But doing it in the middle while you're still part of this group, yeah, something something's off on that. Yeah, it just hasn't felt right. Uh, and just another piece of news in the women's department. We were talking about Jade Cargill the other day. We won't talk about what we were talking about, but um, I 
I saw an article the other day that's talking about she's possibly heading WWE's way. Um, I don't know if that's because once she lost that TNT belt, we really haven't seen her. And I didn't know if that was just her taking a break, you know, spending some time with her family or if it was other reasons. Uh, but, I thought it was just her taking a break because she'd been on, you know, working a lot and defend, defending the belt, quote unquote, having squash yeah. matches, you know, a lot. Uh, maybe it was uh, trying to get a contract worked out type of thing. Uh, this won't be a spoiler since we won't release this till afterwards, but they already did the Rampage. They did that on Wednesday night, and she went up against uh, Statlander again, apparently, and Statlander won clean. So uh, if she was going to get the belt back, she would have probably done that Wednesday night, Friday night, mm-hmm. whatever you want to say. Um, so yeah, it looks like she's gone. Good luck. I don't think they're going to have any anything for her to do over there. I mean, there there's better people over in WWE for her to face. Raquel and Rhea. Right. Jax. Um, but I just, I don't know how you throw her into, into that mix. You, they have the same problem. They They have so many women that they could use, and they use the same five or six. So I don't know if they'll do any better. I don't think she's going to have that Cody Rhodes going over there having instant success thing. Yeah, I I don't know if she has the the name recognition over there either. I mean, because obviously Cody Rhodes is from that world. So he went over there and you know, was immediately recognizable. I just don't think she has that. But like you're saying, good luck to her. I hope it works out and we'll see. Yeah. Um it, it's funny the crossover doesn't work both ways. I think more AEW people watch WWE than WWE watch AEW. So especially some of these shows on Saturday night and Friday night late, not many people watch those unless you're invested in AEW. So for her to get her name out there, it's going to be rough. Yeah. Okay. The, Title for title, Claudio Castagnoli versus Eddie Kingston, the Ring of Honor World Championship versus the New Japan Strong Open Weight Championship. Um, this is another one of the areas that you know, I don't, I don't know all the belts that they have in New Japan or even Ring of Honor. So the Strong Open Weight Championship, I don't know the pecking order of that belt, but obviously a championship is a championship, so it's. Probably it'd be nice to have it. So, and this is kind of the coming to a head of Claudio and Eddie Kingston. So, I'm assuming this will be a pretty vicious match. And um, I, I would assume Claudio would come out on top of this. Uh, you know, Eddie's a brawler, but I mean, I like Claudio. I mean, like is not the right term to use. I just as a wrestler and everything, you know, I think he's somebody I enjoy watching and everything. And I don't know if I had to pick one, that's who I'd pick to win this one. Yeah, this could go either way. Um, I think I'm going to go with Eddie on this one just because in our next match that we're going to talk about with Moxley and Phoenix, I think Moxley's going to win. So I don't think you put both. Blackpool Combat Club, people winning it. Um, plus, Eddie's trying to venge 
years of hatred for Claudio and, and get back at him for everything that's happened in the past. Um, so I think this is when he finally takes it. They did take the loss, uh, you know, in the tag match the other day. So I think uh, I think he's got a better chance of getting vengeance for all of that kind of stuff than Phoenix does. Yeah, and I do I do like Eddie Kingston too. Don't get me wrong on that point. I he seems like more of your your every every guy kind of wrestler. Uh, yeah, I've, he's cut a few promos. And, you know. People make fun of me because I like to eat a little bit and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, like it resonates with people. You know, I'm a bigger guy. So it's like I, I chuckle when people say stuff like that. So uh, and he can get in there and and mix it up with the best of them. So, so yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing either of them win. Um, you know, again, you just root for a good match. And I think it will be. And then, like you mentioned, the AEW International Championship, Moxley versus Phoenix. Um Mox is going to hold this for a while, I think. Um, so he's not, unless he's going to, he was pretty bloody again after his last one. So unless something happens with that and match has to be ended early because uh, he can't see or something crazy happens, he's going to retain. Yeah. Uh, he's going to win, keep the belt, and then uh, I don't know what's next for Phoenix and and Penta and all of them. Uh, it could go either way with the previous match, and you could say Claudio loses it, Moxley keeps, and then Claudio and Danielson maybe, and Wheeler go for the trios, or Eddie loses, and then him, uh, Penta, and Phoenix go for the trios. Start that. So I could see either either way on that previous one, and then. Uh, Box is definitely retaining. Yeah, I, I gotta say, I like what they uh, have done with the international championship. You know, with Orange Cassidy and now with Moxley, because you know Orange Cassidy was kind of he was taking on all comers, but it, I think you were kind of limited. He he would wrestle anybody, but you were kind of limited with who you could do. Moxley can pretty much do anybody, like as you saw with with Big Bill uh, on Dynamite. And it doesn't really matter. You can put him out there with anybody and have a a great, you know, obviously bloody match. But I just think they've done a really good job with this international championship with their past two champions. Yeah, absolutely. He's like that specialist that can go against the big guys, the technical guys, the fighters, the luchas. He he can do it all. So he's going to have this through the end of the year, I would imagine, if not you know, another six or eight months. Yeah. Okay, um, Chris Jericho versus Sammy Guevara. This one, yeah, again, it's one of those. You know, we we talked down about Chris Jericho's last match. Um, this is another one. I'm like, eh, you know, but I mean, it, they've been together since AEW started, and so they've obviously never wrestled. So, you know, I think it could be good. There's a lot of history between them. I think there'll be a lot of trying to pull off a move, but the other guy's like, well, I know you were doing that, so I, I'll stop you ahead of time. And then somebody's going to do something to piss the other guy off, and then it'll take off and go from there. Yeah. Um, good match. They're both great wrestlers, so they're they're going to put on a good show. I just don't get it. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I felt like Dynamite this week had a lot more talking 
in wrestling. Uh, and I during this segment, I just kind of spaced out. I even rewatched it today, and I still spaced out on on that <laughs> whole thing. So I don't under I don't know what the feud's going to be or why they're doing it. If it's just because they haven't done it before, but I I, I don't want to see it. To be honest, there's better people we can put with either one of them that would make a little bit more sense um, about any of the guys that walked out on Jericho earlier instead of Sammy. Yeah. So, um, just for the hell of it, I'd probably say Sammy's going to win. Yeah, I I think so too, mainly just because, you know, Jericho's been putting guys over. But I'll I'll tell you this. When I was watching Dynamite and they were talking – I thought Jericho was about to announce his retirement. It just kind of felt like that was heading in that direction. And I that obviously no insight, no none of that. I'm, I'm not saying that's coming, but it just felt like it was going to be like, well, this is going to be my last match. I wanted it to be against you kind of thing. Um, but then obviously that didn't happen. They just talked a bunch of crap and almost kissed. And then, you know, <laughs> then moved on. So I don't know. I mean, he is getting older, but I mean, he's obviously still wrestling at a high level. So I don't know, but it, it felt like it was almost a, you know, this is going to be my last match kind of thing. Yeah. There'll be some angle. Sammy's going to win. Chris will get hurt. Go away. Cause they're starting to pause. starting to go on tour here in a few weeks, four or five weeks, I think. So yeah. it'll be some sort of angle that he gets beat up pretty bad and then goes away for, two or three months and then back. Yeah. And then the last match that's on here, I think it's kind of your definition of a filler match again. I think the Darby Allen is thing versus Christian Cage and Luchasaurus. We've already seen this, right? They've, haven't they already done this or have they not done this yet? No, they um, haven't. Uh, Cause Luchas, it was Christian Cage. But it wasn't Luchasaurus. That's why oh. he said, I have my partner back, my normal partner. So, um, right. Yeah. Okay. That's right. Oh. Okay. Because it was. Swerve. Yeah. It was Swerve Strickland. Swerve Christian. Uh, in the coffin match. Okay. All right. So it's a little different, but still, it's like, okay. Um. I think Darby Allen and Sting win because it's a way for them to beat him without getting the belt. Um. And it's like you said. Don't bet against Darby Allen or Sting, I guess, in this matter. Yeah. Um, trying to look up, see when Edge's contract is up. <laughs> to see if there could be some sort of surprise return at that. Um, I'm hoping this isn't a lineup for the matches. Because if it is, and Christian Cage and you know the Derby match is last over a Moxley match or MJF and Samoa Joe. Uh, something's going to happen. Yeah. There's going to be something. So if that is really the last match, then I would say maybe we do see an Edge return or Luchasaurus gets hurt or Edge confronts Christian, something like that maybe. Um, but yeah, other than that, I'm I'm not gonna bet against Darby and Sting. Yeah, no, yeah, I don't, I don't guess. 
that we yeah. uh, read this in reverse order. Uh, that it, it was listed in reverse order, not the actual order that the the matches are going to happen. I just found a list online and was reading through them. Oh yeah, I just went to the uh, Wikipedia page and was looking uh, at that, and it was MJF Joe, pretty much the same order we just talked about it in. Um, but even them opening doesn't make much sense. That's like no. a, a three or you know five match maybe not a not a one or six so right i mean i guess this isn't a pay-per-view so it's not like a main event kind of thing um so i guess i it could i don't know i guess we'll have to wait and see i guess that would that would be quite interesting if if edge were to show i mean that's i've been all the talk recently hasn't it since his contract ended that he'd be heading to AEW eventually yeah, uh, I, I don't see why he wouldn't end it with with his best friend. Maybe they both go out. Uh, this might be the last run for Christian as well, so maybe they just do a, a year together and, and here, and and then go out together. Maybe maybe even have a feud where they take each other out. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the other thing I wanted to touch on in AEW is uh, the Wrestle Dream card. Is that the next pay per view for AEW? For AEW? Uh, yeah, October first, I believe. October first, and so I think there are only three matches confirmed for that so far. Uh, Takashita versus Ibushi, which I guess is not yet to be confirmed, but. That's who they had in their painting uh, on Dynamite. Um, Hangman Page versus Swerve Strickland, which I've enjoyed that feud. I don't know if we want to talk about that for a minute. I've, um, I can think it started off a little funky when you know they were talking about the charity and Swerve Strickland interrupted that. But um, I, I, to kind of not to make a pun here, but to swerve a little bit, I enjoy how he walks out with the whole whose house, my house. He's got a great intro there. But since then, I think it's been a nice little, nice little feud. Um, and then the Brian cage match with hangman page last, last dynamite was, was good. Um, it ended on one of pages moves that it's kind of a cool move, but when he, you know, he holds him over his back and it's kind of like a reverse pile driver. Their heads nowhere near the mat when it lands, but it's like a finisher. Right. <laughs> I just think, it, I think it's kind of funny. Uh, so I don't know. I, I think it'll be, it'll be nice to see them actually wrestle. Uh, and it'll be a good match. Uh, I guess that's coming up at the wrestle dream card. Yeah. I'll enjoy this one much more. I didn't like Brian cage match just cause Hangman can move and he only goes at one speed, I think. And it's very chaotic and fast and cage couldn't, up and it was really throwing me off on that match. Um, the timing was off and, and it just didn't look natural to me. Whereas, like we were talking about with Mox, he can kind of slow down to that big man's game and work it a little bit better. Um, but yeah, it just I'd rather see Brian Cage versus Hobbs or some other big guys like that because he's jacked, looking like one of the Road War, uh, yeah, Road Warriors with the mohawk yeah. and the face paint and just. Big dude, but 
Uh, I can't go with smaller guys, I don't think. Yeah, he's a guy that's really um, fallen off. He was, I guess it was probably when AEW was, you know, in his infancy or whatever and growing up, he was one of the main guys. Uh, now he's, you know, pretty much a, a glorified bodyguard. Um, and he just beats guys down at Winsterworth says so. Yeah, there's a bunch of guys like that, unfortunately. Like, you know, Hobbs was like that for a while, and now he's kind of going out. you got Sean Spears, who was, you know, doing a lot of stuff with MJF back in the day, and, and you don't see him, you know, anymore. And I know, I I think he's on Ring of Honor, but, I mean, you got some of those big guys that just don't get out there. It's kind of the opposite of WWE. Vince liked the big guys, and you had to be a certain height and weight and stuff. And then Tony's the opposite. He wants the you know, faster technical wrestling as opposed to just big meaty man slapping meat. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I understand it's probably hard. You know, you've got this big, you know, roster of of wrestlers. But, I mean, some guys just seem to, to disappear. Like, where's Wardlow? Did he get hurt or something? I, I like uh, watching yeah, Wardlow wrestle. Put him against Brian Cage. Hobbs, you know. Uh, big Bill. Yeah. You could have a really good heavyweight division uh, if yeah. they wanted to. Yeah. All right, and then the other one, um, I guess they're calling it another dream match. I don't know why, you know, Brian Danielson's on these dream match. I mean, I guess Brian Danielson's one of the best wrestlers there is. Uh, Brian Danielson versus Zack Sabre Jr. Um, so, I mean, I'm kinda, I'll am kind of i be looking forward to that one. Uh, I don't really have much insight into to the match itself. Um, I don't know if you do, but uh, I'm sure it'll be a great one. Um, all I know is Zack Sabre Jr. is just a hell of a wrestler. Uh, he's called the Technical Master, so it's going to be a very technical uh, show. Uh, I've heard that they wanted to do this in like Wembley, um, but with the size of the arena and how much technical holds there's going to be, it'd be wasted on such a big audience because you're not going to see everything from way up top. So put them in, you know, a smaller small arena so everybody can see it. It's going to be a slow-paced match, I'm betting, but it's just going to be a banger. Um, you know, Brian's a goat, and Zack Sabre's right up there with him. It's going to be, it's going to be a hell of a match. Yeah, has uh, Danielson been hurt? Or just taking some time? No, he was hurt, and I can't for the life of me remember what happened to him. Um, Maybe shoulder, I want to say, for some reason. Um, But yeah, he's been out for two or three months now, I'd say, maybe two. I think because for a while there, he was at least at the, the announcer table. Doing then he just wasn't even there. So, so now I guess he's he's coming back for a little while. All right, I think that's about it for AEW. Um, so we'll look forward to Grand Slam next week, and then uh, that uh, Dream Card coming up in October. Uh, WWE. I just wanted to talk about. Uh, you know, I was watching SmackDown with my son a little bit ago. Um, Pat McAfee opened the show. You know, I'm a big Pat McAfee fan. You know, we're from Indy. uh, So we used to watch him punt for our our team here, the Colts. And 
then Austin Theory came out and started, you know, going back and forth. And so I was telling Leon and, and my wife, I was like, oh, that'd be nice. Maybe they'll start a feud. And when Fastlane comes to town, maybe, you know, Pat McAfee will have a match at Fastlane. And then all of a sudden, Rock's music hits. <laughs> and out comes the rock. Like, oh, okay, this is getting interesting. And so who knows where they're going to go from there. Um, I know the rock was on Pat McAfee's show earlier today talking about how uh, the rock versus Roman Reigns almost happened, kind of fell apart in the end, and that it still might happen if, in Philadelphia next year. Um, so that's kind of something to look forward to. Um, but, you know, Fastlane's coming to town. Um Hopefully we can make it to that. I don't. I haven't looked at what matches there are for set for that yet. Um, but uh, hoping we can make it to that. Yeah, I I actually looked up tickets to that earlier today. Top row, sixty four dollars. <laughs> well, hey, Gamebridge, you know it's not that it's bad a- of an arena to sit up top, but yeah. Uh, Okay. Um, yeah. So The Rock, I, I surprised that he was on TV, uh, especially with the merger happening and everything like that. Uh, you know, he's a McMahon boy, so it was it was kind of surprising to see him be gone for this whole you know all this time, and then all of a sudden show up after after the fact. Same with McAfee, kind of just. He's been gone for a while with football and everything like that in his show. Um, yeah, be interesting to see what happens. Uh, maybe this is the start of him showing up every couple months to kind of provoke Roman or things that are going on. And we'll get that yeah. match. Yeah, yeah I, I think Pat McAfee happened to be there just because game day was in Denver for Colorado versus Colorado State, and that's where SmackDown is tonight. So he was able to be there, but the rock, I don't know what those plans are. Um, so I just looked here real quick. Some, I think these are predicted matches for fast lane. I don't think anything, it's too far out for them to be set yet. Um, it says Seth Rollins versus Shinsuke Nakamura, but isn't, didn't they just have that? So yeah, that wouldn't make sense. Yeah, they just had that on the last pay-per-view and then the Raw after that. Yeah, so I don't think so. So maybe so we won't go through these. Um, we'll wait until those come out to talk about Fastlane. Um, and hopefully we'll be there. All right, so I think that's about all we got. Josh, I think you've got a top five for us tonight. You didn't want to touch on Nia Jax's return. <laughs> no, it's the same. That was a new story out of WWE. Woo, she's back. Yay. Okay. No, I'm good. Yes, I will do my top five. The top five leading into that would be the top five wrestlers that come on that I want to go take a bathroom break because I could care less to watch them. So at number five, we have the Baron Corbin. Can't stand watching his matches. He does the same six moves. Don't care. Don't have a. I could care less what he says. If he wins or loses, don't care. Uh, number four is Jinder Mahal. Again, don't care what he says. 
Don't care if he wins or loses. Don't care why he's out there. Anymore, we're getting to number three, and I could care less see Jeff Jarrett. It's gimmicky yes. matches. He's going to hit somebody with a guitar. His wife's going to get involved and give somebody a, a nut shot. And he's going to run his mouth, and he can't back it up. So don't want to see it anymore. Uh, we said it. I've said it before. I'm getting kind of over all these older guys wrestling. Um, let's just hang it up and give give your spot to somebody else that's up and coming so we can get some a new generation in. in. Number two would be the aforementioned Nia Jax. Don't want to watch her injure anybody. I know there's been a lot of people saying uh, it's not all her fault. Yeah, it is. When there's the same persons involved in every single person's you know injury during their match, don't want to watch it. It's not fun. Uh, there's nobody. If there was somebody that I think that could actually beat her, put give me Nyla Rose up against you know Nia Jax. That would make more sense. But you put you know Alexa Bliss up against her, and I, I, it's I don't believe it. I I could she should be able to just push her down, sit on her, and then the match is over. Don't want to see it. And my number one person that I will never ever watch again. And I hope this person is at fast lane and I'll be the first in line to go buy popcorn. Can you take a guess? <laughs> Come on, you know it. I don't know if I do. Natalia. Oh yeah. I should have known that one. I, I can't do it anymore. It's just botch after botch and slow, and I, I don't want to watch it. So that's my top five bathroom break wrestlers in my household. All right. Well, so if you're ever watching wrestling and you need to take a bathroom break, just wait for those wrestlers to come on and head that way. And And if you are watching wrestling, just know that I will be in the bathroom or in the kitchen making food during those wrestlers matches. <laughs> um, I did have one other question that I wanted to ask you. I missed it in my notes here. Um, why is WWE putting NXT belts on their WWE superstars? Because like, why in NXT? And so that's why Becky Lynch is now the NXT women's champion. Yes. I would say that, that's going to get more interest in people going down there and watching somebody and, you know, and getting their recognition up because you can't just throw some of these people on the main roster without getting a little bit of feedback from NXT on, on whether people like them or not, I think. But if nobody's watching it, cause it's a Tuesday and, you know, there's a select group of people that are going to watch it and that enjoy it, but I don't watch it. Um, it's, like I said, it's a Tuesday night at eight o'clock. I've got other stuff to do for work and you know things like that. So I think this is the big thing: is trying to taking some of those superstars down there and having them face these NXT people. Um, somebody else just went down there. One of the men just went down there and, and was wrestling for a while. Um, yeah, that's it. I'd say it's just to get more exposure for some of these people, and instead of wasting their time and bringing them up. And then nobody liking them or, or you know, knowing who they are. Um, 
it's kind of like Grayson Waller was brought up. Okay. Um, and did his thing, and, and it's working out. But I think they they just want more exposure. Okay. I mean, because it, it just means she has to go back there and wrestle now, right? I mean, <laughs> until she was. Yeah, or you, since the belt's on her, she can still wrestle up on SmackDown or Raw or whatever she's on. And then you can just bring those NXT talent up there. So it still gets a little bit of exposure. And then maybe, you know, it gives them a reason to go up there. And then if nobody likes them, send them back down. And, you know, gotcha. your, your main viewing audience doesn't have to watch them all the time. Okay. I mean, I'll admit, I've been watching a little bit of it just later at night on Tuesday. You know, nothing on. I flip it on if there's not another game on or something. I I watched, caught that uh, Braun Breaker smashing Whoa. that other dude's head with the stairs. That was uh, interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was legit, which I've seen other camera angles, just whether those were plants to to get that kind of angle in there. I mean, it looked pretty nasty. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, not good. Yeah, no, I mean, I think it was a planned spot, but it just went wrong. Right, I'm just saying, I don't know if one of those the people in the crowd that were videoing it with their cell phones was a plant to uh-huh. try to get a different angle so it looked more real than if it is a work. So they could get more angles and put it out there for that reason. Gotcha. Okay, well that's all we got for wrestling. Um, anything else? I got nothing. I think uh, you know college football is back in full swing. Um, I've had a few bets out there. I had a heartbreaker the other day. I needed a Jalen Hurts touchdown to cash in about five hundred bucks. This was not last night. This was last Sunday. About a five leg parlay. Just needed that to do that. He didn't get it for me. Um, so I'm going to try to get this uh, recording out tonight. If anybody hears it before the games tomorrow, I think this is local teams. So here, I think Indiana and Purdue cover tomorrow. So Indiana plus ten and a half and Purdue plus two and a half. Indiana plays Louisville. Their quarterback, I think his name is Jake Plummer, is just not very good. Indiana's not very good either, but 10.5 is a lot of points. And Purdue's better than 2.5 points uh, against Syracuse. They might win that game. Um, and then I think Colorado's going to win by a million. So, man. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're they're playing Colorado State, and their coach talks them smack uh, to Dion. So, Colorado by a million. I would agree with all of this. <laughs> all right. Well, that's all we got. Uh, we'll talk to you soon. Later. Thanks for joining us on this episode of Just In Case It Burns. Please don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. Tell a friend about us, and we'll see you next time.